Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Anime Was Not a Mistake. I'd like to put balsamic vinegar on everything. That's a tough word for Jonathan. <laughs> I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, joined as always by my latest, greatest TikTok star sensation. <laughs> well, Dan Ryan. Yeah, well, and, and I gotta ask you, Jonathan, how's Rocco gonna eat that cookie? Rocco doesn't eat! <laughs> He's a rock! <laughs> Dan! You're lucky I researched that before I came here. I, know, I didn't know oh. why the fuck Elmo was showing up all over oh my gosh. TikTok. Elmo <laughs> is the icon we knew him to be the entire time. I'm very happy that I Elmo's getting his time in the sun. I can't track these things. I can't. <laughs> my favorite thing is when he's on, uh, which is the Jimmy that I don't, which is the Jimmy that I like? No, no, no. He's reading the one that I don't like. I always mix up the Jimmy Fallon and the Jimmy Kimmel. There's one of them that I can't stand. Uh, Jimmy Fallon's the smiling, uh, like, Saturday Night Live, always laughing. That one. That that one I don't like. And he's on that show, and he goes, which one's the camera? Camera two? Yeah. (laughs) And I said, "Mm." Elmo got it right here, yeah. I like Elmo. Yeah, and they're they're making other compilations of other times that he's sassed people, like Mm -hmm. the, uh, like, no, Sesame Street, like, no, we're here to talk about Sesame Street, not anywhere, like, you know, so. New York, baby boy! Yeah, yeah, so. I just love that he grew up in Brooklyn, obviously. <laughs> He's lived his entire three and a half years there. Yeah. I, it, He's only three and a half years old. I mean, I'm glad these things are... Uh, well, I don't know. I, I have no investment in Elmo getting a resurgence. But mm. pre, previous, like, pre, prior to that, it was... Uh, everyone was doing the Rankin-Bass thing. Yeah, so that's true. <laughs> that was uh, enough of a synchronicity, I think, to benefit us. But, mm-hmm. eh. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, welcome to Anime Was Not a Mistake. Of course, we're uh, before we begin, we have a Sinister Six on the docket, mm-hmm. which is another So Bad It's Good, So Good It's Bad movie, chosen by random. Um, but first, do we have any life events, anime, video game, literature adjacent? I don't know. We always seem to add a new topic of conversation to this little segment. Um, I do have a few. Mm, um, good, because I have nothing again. <laughs> Well, it's fine. It's been a slow couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, I, I just want to state that it is January. Um, <laughs> it and, is. <laughs> and, uh, like, uh, you know, it might... Because my perception of time is a little effy. Um, mm-hmm. We literally just did Dragon Ball Z Tree of Might. We're um, a week ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so... Yeah, so it, far, news seems a little slow. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, we... There is... Uh, we do have more anime coming. In fact, we're mm-hmm. we're on the cups, cusp of starting, like, a... Uh, <laughs> 
a big anime arc yes uh, that we hope will keep you guys entertained mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but january is traditionally the time to dump bad movies oh yes hollywood is yeah. as red letter media chronicled hollywood has been doing that for decades mm -hmm. january is the fuck you we're gonna dump this here yes. uh movie slot so it's only fitting that we get a sinister six in before uh another adventure begins mm -hmm. um you know, but uh, in terms of news, um, the big thing was that I, this past week, resumed uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm -hmm. the Square Enix game. Mm -hmm. um, still fantastic. A lot of heart, a lot of comedy. Uh, on the PS5, it's running like butter, visually astounding. Mm. So, um, if Glad anyone... it's finally getting some use. At PS5. Yeah, yeah, and that's the point, yeah. is that I'm like, hmm, mm. like, I I can use YouTube, yeah. but what else can I, what else can I do? No longer is it a trophy to adorn your mantle. <laughs> uh, now it actually works. Like Plant Lady in Encanto, uh, what oh else can gosh. I do? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it, uh, but yeah, great game, very much the polar opposite of that Avengers game that came out. I think we, I've covered this exhaustively before, mm -hmm. so no need to, 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 to you know, go too deep into it again, mm -hmm. but great game, highly recommend it, probably one of the better ones on this current gen, um, I think it almost got game, like, it was in the running for game of the year, mm. I think, uh, did not win it, no. um, but yeah, so I've been, pl I've been playing that, still quality, mm-hmm. Mm well, <laughs> um, I have nothing. Drag Race premiered with a new season, but it's like the 60th season this year, mm -hmm. and it'll probably last till June, so you'll hear me gush about that, and then Euphoria Season 2 starts tonight, so after you leave, after I give you Das Boot, I'll be putting on Euphoria Season 2. <laughs> oh, that's right, and yeah. uh, Smiling Friends. Oh, yeah, that's right. That yeah. premieres today, too. At, uh, yeah. at midnight, oh, but, you know, well, it's, it's an there. After Euphoria viewing, then. Um... So that that'll be that. I'm very very look, mm -hmm. much looking forward to that. That yes. should be phenomenal. Yes yes yes. Um. Uh, other than that, I've just been I've been going through JoJo's. Mm. Um. Find you know uh, got through the second weird baby episode <laughs> that uh. Like, cause there's uh there's a few story arcs. There's there's like a baby weird baby story arc A, which mm -hmm. is like two or three episodes. And then another two-episode thing that also has a weird baby plot. And mm. I, I don't think I've even scraped the iceberg in terms of, uh, you know, mm. like these things where if you're trying to show this to somebody, they might, you know, if you show this to grandma, yeah. she might be like, <gasps> well, but, I think that'll be my reaction because this will be like my first time, hypothetically, when we go into JoJo yes. down the line, you introducing me, it's going to be like me walking down the garden path for the first time. So yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah, be yeah. amazed by the wonder, baffled, scared, stunned. Um, but... Uh, again, thoroughly enjoying that. It's mm. keeping the uh, the doldrums of day-to-day -day, yes. uh, away. Mm. Always exceedingly entertaining. Um, I, uh... Pokemon soon. Yes, yeah, yes. Pokemon soon. At the end of the month, we'll be getting Legends Arceus. Mm -hmm. I think we got, like, uh... We got a commercial with Christina Aguilera. Yeah, playing. her child <laughs> has the first copy. <laughs> she does, yeah. yeah. On a Switch OLED, yeah. <laughs> Some people have just, all the luck, right? Um, the rich keep getting richer, huh? But uh, even the the crustiest Grant Faroque hearts on the internet seem to be warming up to it. I still don't know about that. Like it, <laughs> okay, okay. But I, in I, comparison, you just play it on my TV, and I'll I'll watch. And I, yeah, I yeah. will, and and we'll see what happens. I think that graphically, it's still going to be iffy. Like mm -hmm. it's, I think that's the big. Um, 
like the contrast that someone on Twitter made was that everything in Swish looked really bad up close, but from a distance, <laughs> scenery looked better. Yeah. And then in uh, Legends, everything looks good up close, but really bad from a distance. Hmm. Uh, like the the scenery, the way it's uh, laid out. You know, like it's like repeating lake textures and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but I just really am looking forward to it because I want something different to play on my Switch. Yeah. That's that's the main crux uh, of it. We did hear that Mario Kart 9 is supposedly in development with a new gimmick. What do you think that... I was going to ask, what do you think the new gimmick will be? You'll be able to drive nude. <laughs> well, that would be internet sensation, yeah. but... I don't know. Um, well, so, We've so, gone to double, we've gone to... <laughs> Someone said Infinite planes. Plane. They had planes in Mario Kart Seven. We had hang gliders. No, but so, the plane planes, like like, uh, like Dixie, Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, mm. like like actual like I don't know I don't know the logistics of it. I've never what about made a, trains. I've never made a game. <laughs> planes, trains, and automobiles. Trains got to stay on one route well, though. But you that can't could be just... portions of the track, maybe. I, wh- a huh? new gimmick. They did underwater. They did hang gliding. I don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> Well, People are asking for a Smash cart, and that's opening up another can of worms that they want a Nintendo cart instead of Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. Well, Mario Kart can be that, though. Yeah, but it, it kind of has to. They've been leaning that with, like, the DLC with Link and Isabel. Yeah. There's, yeah. I just don't want it to, like, get the... I hate to say this, to draw the Smash fans. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's... No, that's valid. Mm. That's not... That's valid. Yeah. No, we don't. We do not. We, no, we would prefer that to they not. They seem happen. to put a damper on some things, not everything. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what those boards are for. Because I haven't. I you know sometimes because uh, I like it when people are upset. I I mm-hmm. I would doom scroll through those boards like game FAQs yes. and whatever when the Smash stuff was at its peak. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, I wonder what they're doing now. I don't know. I I don't like. I don't. Where know. are they now? Where's the behind the music for them? Like, like I think they're just like right now. All they can do is either speculate. Like they're in that point where, uh, like most of the GOT subreddits, the, like the Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire subs are. Mm-hmm. Um, like those boards. Like they're into uh, bargaining about the past huh. or or coming to terms with it, <laughs> and then like desperately speculating on what the future holds, hmm. but. I, I don't know, I think, like, the only arguments left with Smash are, like, okay, if next game's a reboot that's a real man's man fighting game, what 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 what, what can they do? Mm-hmm. Who's gonna get cut? Yeah. I hope everyone does, because I hate, you know, so. There's the ones who want to burn the whole world down, there's, yeah. like, ones who are still really mad about, like, Minecraft Steve, and, <laughs> uh, you know, like, yeah. the anime sword people. Still and Still the... hoping there'll be another fighter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like Sakurai is gonna step out and yeah, be like, "I was just kidding. I was bored, so I made another fighter." <laughs> no, and it's like I I think that Sora was the perfect uh, yeah. closer to that. Mm-hmm. That was like a if Smash represented video games coming together, and Kingdom Hearts represented like distant Disney, companies yeah. coming together yeah. then like the three of them merging into one i think is a fit like even if even if sora was far more the key to your heart yes. I, like i'm like okay if there is ever a finale for this you know this is it it, it can only go downhill from here mm-hmm. like it could only like go into like maybe echo fighters of like obscure characters but mm-hmm. like i i even then i'm like We've probably peaked. Yeah. Like, the only, like, like I, yeah, I, I just, 
I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things where... I mean, it would be interesting to see what'll... There's obvious stops that could be pulled out for a theoretical future Smash. Like, they could reveal Waluigi first, and then all of the fans, like... Yeah. You know, so... Uh, yeah. But it, 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 it's... I don't know. It would take, um... Take a lot to achieve this level. Yeah. Mm. If it if it if it even is possible again, yeah. well, so. direct clock is ticking, Dan. <laughs> We're getting one soon, probably. I don't know. When did we get one last? I don't remember. <laughs> it was probably a while ago. <laughs> yeah, because Sora was its was his own thing, yeah. so that was. Did we get one in October? Yeah, yeah, yeah. October. No, because yeah. then Animal Crossing Coffee was yep. Yep. November, yep. so it was. We are due for it. Mm. I got a bad feeling. <laughs> we always we'll got a, You always have a bad feeling. I mean, they still haven't shown off any of that Breath of the Wild, and that's supposedly holiday next year. Yeah. And we got Splatoon 3. We got all these things coming. Yeah. Yeah. We got that Project Triangle strategy that I'm pumped for in March or April. I don't remember. And other one. games from them, apparently. No, I'm, yeah. They I'm waiting for that Bravely collection that they've been hinting at for 15 years. And, uh, and Dragon Quest? Yeah, the, 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 the 2.5 2.5 3D. Yeah, that's very good. Yes, that's yeah, apparently this yeah, year. We'll be getting that. Um, yeah, a lot on the horizon. But uh But yeah, mm. I I think that was the only uh, One Piece got a new opening, which is beautiful. Mm. Um people are saying that a bunch of things go by really fast, <laughs> but it's a, it's a it's a good opening. It's like a good cuz I think Wano is is hitting its crescendo, so it's going to like Finally. <laughs> Uh, well, it's been... Okay. It's been going. Compared to Dressrosa, Wano has been an exceptional arc, I think. <laughs> like, it is not it is not dragging mm. as much as, uh, as like, Dressrosa did. But, uh, you know, entertaining stuff. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, th- I think that's... Those are the only news items that well, I have. Like I said, maybe one... Well, I'm returning to Broadway next Saturday, so... Uh-huh. We'll see how that goes if my show doesn't get cancelled cur- curtain up, which is the new tradition on Broadway, but it's open, and if Patty Lapone isn't there, Dan, well, <laughs> that's yeah. a way to start my year, isn't it? Hopefully, uh, if everyone's careful and this new Deltacron fusion yeah, fairy doesn't, yeah. doesn't come to us, yeah. then we could, uh... And I'm not being, I'm not kidding. I saw that on Twitter this morning. Mm-hmm. That the, yeah. There's a merger happening oh, Heather, between... Heather showed us last night, man. <sighs> they're going together like uh, fucking combining uh, Transformers now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. they're it triple really changing. Is, yeah. <laughs> Maybe this podcast has prepared us for that. They're, they're <laughs> we D- know what to expect. <laughs> they're DNA digivolving <laughs> into two. <laughs> a new variant. Uh, well, shall we tangent? Uh, yes, I planned. So, um, of course, we've been throwing away, oh, throwing around ideas for our own Pokemon games, being Pokemon Tap Topaz and Pokemon Lapis mm-hmm. Lazuli or Lapis for short. And uh, since I had no other tangent on the docket, I had some free time. I did some uh, delving and diving into original Pokemon and region ideas. Oh, and uh, oh yeah, no, perfect. Oh, oh, yes. uh, and and to clarify, uh, most of the art for the ones that we've designed so is is kind of done. It's like, coming along. I just need to shade it and make it all look fancier. But then I'll probably post it in one huge chunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the two box legendaries and the starters are done. Mm. Um, and now I can move on to the the fun stuff. Yes. I can move on to uh, some of our secret legendaries, mm-hmm. uh, the jackalope. Yep. The Windago, the Bigfoot, mm-hmm. um, and then last time, or the time before that, you did suggest to me like a uh, like a scissor tail yeah. bird mm-hmm. and a few others that I wrote down. Yes, um, and that... I've got a few more here for you today. Oh, by all means. Um, first off, when we, I'm going to talk about uh, how should we set up the region 
I mean, it's going to be pretty vague at first. Mm -hmm. I figured we would start in like an old Western style locale, kind Mm -hmm. of deserty. Then you would progress over some mountains, obviously, in the middle, maybe a bigger desert in the middle, and then like a forest area. And then as we progress, it would get less Southwestern and more into like that Mexicana heritage thing, Mm -hmm. almost like... We could do like a technologically sound town, almost like they did in Black and White at the end. Yeah. That's like built around ruins of sorts. Yes. Almost like the blending of those time periods and then maybe end a little bit more on the culture of that nation as well. So like it it goes like, oh, here's the roots to that. Like that would be where the Elite Four is set up, I assume. I, yeah. No, I I would be. I've always thought it would be really cool to have like the elite four in a city like yeah. that. Okay. So if we have like a city with, it ruins, could be like a carnival city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it could like combining like uh, South like, America and and uh, Southwestern America. <laughs> so um, I think all of that is doable. Mm-hmm. We have some in terms of how Pokemon usually stretches or compresses the maps of countries, mm. um, like. For Unova, they took New York City and part of New Jersey <laughs> and, like, stretched it to be huge and fit the entire region yeah. in that thing. Yeah. And then for something like Kalos, they took, Elements like, of different regions in... In France. Yep. And, and then, skipped them, skipped you know, yeah. and, and kind of compressed it. Yeah. But you still felt like you were, you know, it and was still And that's kind walking. of the vibe I would... I mean, I'm not going to say prefer, because you're designing it. I'm just the ideas man. Like, we could do either or. No, but that's yeah. the point. You're yeah. the prompt one. Yeah. You're, you're, you, like, what I do, I, you know, it gives yeah. me the framework to do what we... I just think it would be a good story, like, coming from, like, humble roots, like, desert, broken down Midwestern town. Yes. And then working your way through, like, the desert, the mountains, whatever, getting to a little bit more of a tropical locale, and then finishing on... Technology meets, like, the roots of another kind of vibe. <laughs> so, uh, would you agree with making this based on, like, like, uh, like you know, like the Game Freak maps where they're based on real... Con- I mean, like- I guess, yeah, we would do, like, the, the toe end of Texas <laughs> down the Mexican peninsula. Kind of, sort of. Okay, so... The Central America. Okay, yeah, yeah no. Like, Midwestern top, Central America bottom-ish. Kinda. That would be. I think that would be. That lends itself very well to mm. a mix of not only yeah. topographies but also, um, like surf routes and stuff. Yes, I was gonna say. We whereas Ruby and Sapphire had too much water. Let's have not enough water. If I <laughs> until the end. Like if I if I if I had to be obsessive about this, mm. I could say that if we if we take like the southern portion of Texas and then the um. Like the top part of South America, mm-hmm. it could be an hourglass shape Ooh. playing into our time theme, like that. Yeah, and then we can um, move some of the like islands and other tropical locales that are mm-hmm. like in the Gulf there mm-hmm. closer inwards to create like surfing locations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you know. Even then, we can like if we need something like an ice place, we could do what Hoenn did and just have, like, a cave that's, yep, like, yep, yep, yep. you know... Yeah, or, like, a mountain maybe separating them or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, like, um, yeah, like a South American mountain. Mm-hmm. Like the Andes, Dan. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, you know, and again, we can... Because the way Game Freak does it, we can play around with anything. We can play around with, like, we can, um... 
we can move like the the Rockies down slightly, mm-hmm. and then have that as like an early mountain thing, and then you you know, we could have like the uh, the Panama Canal mm-hmm. as something. And we could have a boat stuck in there or a Pokemon stuck in there. Yeah, <laughs> make it witty commentary. No, he could be like the Snorlax. Yeah, yeah, it could be like a boat whale or something, mm-hmm. and then that would be uh, you gotta you gotta move it. Yeah. Slightly to the side, like that. All right. Um, so that's okay, some general okay. ideas on the so. region. I mean, I'll, I'll hand this paper to you, but that's whatever. Then uh, you asked me to come up with an electric mouse in our in our talking, and I decided on, even though it's not native to <laughs> Mid-South or Central America, um, I decided on the Jerboa mouse, which you might recognize from the movie Coraline. It's kind of that standing mouse that skips around with the curly tail. I just thought they're a cute design. I think that fits the electric mouse motif. Okay. And I could see them definitely being a little bit more whimsical. Um, Like a mascot for the region a la Pikachu. Uh, There's definitely an episode with them uh, enacting a spaghetti western somewhere in my mind. Like Mm -hmm. in a little Jerboa village, electric village that the gang stumbles upon or something. (laughs) Um, But that was my first idea. The next one, I was also thinking about some possible regional variants of Pokemon that we already know, Mm -hmm. because that's always a fan fave. Um, I wanted a bandit slash gunslinger Pokemon uh, with the Serapi slash Poncho, very fistful of dollars vibes I put down. I said I wanted to kind of reference Armadillos slash Dylan's Rolling Western. And this could be an entirely new Armadillo-esque Pokemon, or it could be a regional Sandshrew variant. Okay, armadillo. What was the what you were referencing? It was like uh, fistful of dollars, spaghetti western. Like it has a poncho, serape, gunslinger vibe. Oh, this this is still the gunslinger. Yes, is the yeah. armadillo. Yeah, that's okay. that's one of them. I mean, I, I'm gonna hand you these notes too, or it could be a, a regional Sandro, um, because if we don't want to, I mean, there's not a lot of armadillo Pokemon out there. So no, no, and yeah. Sandro is a pangolin. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. Um, since we are in the south, I figured we needed another cactus again. Um, I wanted this cactus to give more Saguaro fat, chubby arm cactus vibes. Um, uh, I I used uh, Disney's Tres Caballeros as a reference when uh, that girl does the cactus dance. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that maybe it could have an evolution with like a pygmy owl type Pokemon where... Yeah, you yeah. Pro- you proposed that one yeah. last time. We did. Yes. You said like an owl that like lives, lives inside in a cactus, a cactus yeah. and then it becomes a grass flying. And I said like maybe it's two separate Pokemon, but it evolves into one. If you trade them. Pokemon, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or if you if you yeah. level them up together. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that maybe that they can play hand in hand with each other. Of course, we do have two Cactus lines already. We have Cacnea and we have the, the Macar... Macar- Mar- Maractus? Yeah, Maractus yeah. line. So I thought maybe that could be like a split Evo. Um, it could reference Rowlet too, which is a Pygmy Owl. But I mean... Yes. Or we could yeah. have an entirely new Pygmy Owl type Pokemon that uses the Cactus as like a weapon, storage, what, did whatever. You, did you say a specific type of Cactus? for uh, Saguaro. Saguaro Cactus, okay. yeah. yeah. They're like the, the chubbier native breed. Um, okay. Also brought this up last time to you. I suggested a cover wagon wheel Pokemon that starts as a wagon wheel, wagon wheel Watusi, and then evolves into a a covered wagon Pioneer-esque type. Um, Perfect. You would think like Phalanx, maybe um, other other items that come together. So we have like Vanellish, maybe four of these wheels makes that new Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah, like coming together. Mm-hmm. Like oh. Magneton. Yep, yep. Uh, then next I have a Weathervane Pokemon, which would be Steel Flying in my mind, 
And I felt that it also could have different forms a la um, Rotom slash cast form. Like, maybe we would have, like, a bird weather vane for that steel flying. We would have, like, a horse weather vane for, I don't know, ground flying or whatever you would identify a horse as. Um, just different types of weather vanes that you see throughout the Midwest. Um, okay. That shift okay. and change based Steam. on okay. different, different forms. Different forms representing mm-hmm. different animals mm-hmm. okay or, or weather vein types i have another pseudo legendary that we mentioned we have to include the chupacabra in some form okay in some respect um but i think with that narrows down our pseudo legendaries because we we did a lot of them but i mean like if we can always have more i felt like the chupacabra would be like the dragon-esque no, remember, last one like sino um had a lot sino introduced like 11 all right so we, we're we're at yeah, uh, we have like three or four Thunderbird, Mothman, yeah. uh, Bigfoot, Wendigo, mm-hmm. the Jackalope, nope. and now this. So yeah. six. Yeah. All right. So that's good. Um, of course, we have to have a pinata Pokemon. <laughs> okay. That would have uh, delicious treats inside. <laughs> Maybe that could be the origin of where rare candies come from. I don't know. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he can hold those. <laughs> You can find them with those. <laughs> He's like an endangered species. <laughs> Unironically, yeah, we yeah. can do that. So, yeah. Right. I thought that would be a cute idea. And then I have a, a list of a few regional variants that might uh, get a yay or nay from you. Okay. So I have an alt color slash form for the Lombre line because it is Ludicolo. Okay. Um, maybe he has a, a different color sombrero and such. I have one that's after Dan's ha- heart. We have a heel version of Hualucha. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. I figured Dan would enjoy that. Um, this is one I saw online. I didn't... I stupidly forgot the source, though. I will try and look it up for you, but I saw a Fire Sidewinder variant of Ekans and Arbok. Okay. That uh, gave him the fire typing as well. I have a, a La Lorena version of the Hatterene line. <laughs> because it's like stealing children that pissed off Psychic Ghost. Uh... Hatterene. No, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. No, yeah. She's okay. like uh, sadder and darker, like a goth version of it. <laughs> that uh, harps on some children. And then lastly, I have an Aztec Nosepass um, slash Zatu line we could probably use. Like an Aztec Mayan. They perfect. get a little bit more tribal vibes to them. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And then I said for one of our towns, we have to reference the uh, Mexican flag, which is an eagle with a snake on a rock. Mm-hmm. We could definitely have an eagle Pokemon holding, like, I don't know, an Arbok on a rock in the middle of a lake somewhere. Reference eagle <laughs> with snake. Did I do on. good, Dan? You mean as a Pokemon? Well, no, just as, like as a just, statue. It, it's like a statue or like a flag. Like, okay. this would be like, welcome to the Mexico City equivalent of this nation. Okay. And that would be like the, the logo that that town uses. Perfect. No, this is a shitload. This is perfect. Yeah. Good. Okay, so yeah. how I will approach this mm-hmm. is that um, I will continue on like fine-tuning the the ones that i've already made get those posted mm-hmm. i'll just start going down the list and making these um you know like you know getting yeah. these art done we'll release yeah, them in yeah. batches and take and, your time there's more ideas in the tank yeah <laughs> and then i'll start i'll start formulating the map because mm-hmm. i love i love making maps maps so i can you know i can get like some w you know works in progress 
-hmm. You approve them as always. Yes, yes. Um, and also, do you do you give me uh, do you give me free reign to name them? Yeah. Well, I figured that's something that I just want to be like. I don't want it to be stupid, mm -hmm. like, and I don't want it to be culturally insensitive if we yeah. happen to like do things. So I mean, like, I would much rather come up with that together. But please take liberty because that's always the hardest part for me is naming oh, these no. things. Well, so. I would swing them past you first, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I. Like, like, Mothman, I've been mentally referring to as Mothacy, but mm -hmm. I don't... Ooh, I like that, though. So, See? You, you're good with the puns, man. Uh, so, you know, and then, I, I don't know... I... I <laughs> Thunderbird, I've been calling, like, Fulchura, because mm. it's like a... Um, like Future and Vulture. Well, Folk and Folk, Vul but okay, I need I like to, that. you know, I need... All but, right. uh, you know, it does sound like Future, because yeah. he's not the Future one, uh, so... Okay. I'll work on that. But mm. along those lines, and I'll swing them by you. Of course. The starters are probably going to be doofy puns, but not, not I mean, anything. They I often are, aren't they? I won't go too far. Yeah, so. we got Tepig, after all. We did, yeah. yeah. Never forget that day. <sighs> well, I did my job yeah. <laughs> for once. No, this is a shitload of prompts. This, yes. is a, this is a veritable buffet of prompts. So. All right, so shall we dive into tonight's Sinister Six? Yes. All right, so just a little recap on what Sinister Six is. If this is your first episode, welcome. If not, I'd like to give a little blurb. Sinister Six is where Dan and I present six movies ranging from so bad it's good to just plain awful and watch them with very minimal notes, commentary on the fly. Ranges vary on taste or lack thereof. Choices pulled at random from the bad movie bag by the other and there's no revealing the picks until all are chosen, so there's genuine reactions. I do not stack the deck, choose and suffer, mm -hmm. as is always. Now tonight, Dan, in sticking with my category, which I've sticking to throughout the entire process, we have cheesy, classy, trashy. Mm -hmm. um, we last watched of my picks, uh, Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill, which was a trashy, so I've replaced that. Mm -hmm. As I told Dan, there are two long movies in here that he will not probably enjoy, but maybe he will. I don't know. He yeah. maybe, maybe he'll like to mock it, which I like to mock these two movies. And then there's one in here that fits our podcast to attain is much shorter. And I'm passing the bag on to you. As always, give me a few okay. minutes to get my notes in order whenever Dan picks this. But uh, good luck, Dan, and choose wisely. Well, the force will be with me yes. or against me here. It depends. Oh my goodness gracious. This one I'm nervous for. <laughs> what could it be? Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Oh! <laughs> well, I mean, this is one that is, I think I favor, definitely. But uh, this was my uh, trashy restock pick. It's good mm -hmm. that we're watching this and... Uh, uh, faster Pussycat Kill Kill back to back in my picks, but tonight we are watching the seminal Jonathan Qua classic, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. <laughs> this is a fan favorite of mine. Uh, I definitely love talking about this movie and sharing it with others. Please peruse. We're not watching this on Blu-ray. It is DVD, but uh, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, and if you could hand me the notes within uh, the case, stand, The index card, please. Oops. There you go. Now, uh, this is an origin story for me and you, just so you know. Whatever Happened to Baby Jane is a 1962 film starring Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. It follows a former child star tormenting her wheelchair-bound sister, based on a novel. Uh, the director is Robert Aldrich, who's known for Kiss Me Deadly, uh, The Dirty Dozen, The Longest Yard, and Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. Uh, Critical Darling, when it came out, surprisingly, nominated for five Oscars, including the 10th and final nom for Betty Davis. 
Justice. It won Best Costumes, Black and White for that year. It spawned the incorrible genre of the psycho-bitty genre, where there's an old lady grandam character who goes batshit insane mm-hmm. during the movie. Um, and it has two classically trained older actresses going at it. Uh, basically this podcast. It is one of the most famous acting rivalries caught on film. Um, it is deliciously camp, and it is so bad it is good. Um, this is referenced okay. in a lot of material, too. So if you haven't yeah. seen this before, you're definitely going to get a few of these lines. <laughs> well, you know, you've, uh, <laughs> you, you, I, I believe you've referenced, uh... Yeah this movie constantly well, so Dan, you're gonna be watching is, uh, and go oh well we're gonna have yeah. to play the game is jonathan more of a betty or, or no. joan yeah this is i feel like this is gonna provide some insight into uh you know a peek behind the mantle yeah. our dynamic here yeah. so um cringe corner this week is devoted to our friendship finally being on the big screen dan mm-hmm. uh, over dramatic star escapades uh, fading youth and stardom dumb characters with a capital d uh, letters written to daddy <laughs> and a day at the seashore you won't soon forget Ben. Mm? <laughs> yep uh, uh, well okay yeah so tell me are you familiar with anything about uh whatever happened to baby jane i have def no i definitely i know of it i know the whole thing with betty davis and joan crawford yes, ryan um, murphy had a series entitled feud about it starring jessica lang and um uh susan oh my gosh why can't i remember sarah Sarah Paulson? No, 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 not Sarah Paulson. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Susan Sarandon? Uh, Susan Sarandon, yes. Um, which was kind of factual, but played up the camp. I mean, when they were on set, these two ladies hated each other because Joan came from like that classical background. Betty was a lot more loose with it. Yeah. She was into that. Uh, there were stories I could tell you about uh, uh, Joan Crawford stuffing her brassiere with like books when Betty had to kick her. So like she broke her toe on that. It, it's like petty to the 10th degree. Um, there's uh, a story where uh, Joan wasn't nominated or something like that. And she accepted the award for Olivia de Havilland, which is like the greatest snub in the Oscar because she's like, well, I'm accepting this for a real star. I haven't worked with one of them in a few years. And Betty's like (laughs) sitting there backstage smoking. Like, it's just, it's a lot. And it's an interesting old Hollywood read. And you know, old Hollywood is my genre to introduce you. Uh, It's in the same vein as we watched this long ago, The Bad Seed, which is another classic. Of course. But I didn't want to beat a dead horse and put The Bad Seed back in the pot again. No, I'm very interested to watch. I think I think I would call, I would consider this like a famous bigger movie. So I'm like, I'm I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to finally delve into to, uh, our psyches yeah. a little bit more and uh, so. you'll you're gonna be baffled and say this was nominated for how many Oscars again <laughs> oh well no yeah I mean it'll be good to have context on that I'm sure I mean, I'm sure you can fill in the uh, you know responses to that and everything mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah, no, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. This yeah. it seems this seems like something that that has been uh, steadily approaching for a while. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm entering my own psycho bitty genre. So of course. I figured I have of to course. do this. Uh, Dan, I hope you get your patented life size baby John doll <laughs> ready for a ride. <laughs> yeah, e- the eBay guy says it's shipping. Yeah. So <laughs> you wrote a letter for Daddy, but Dan, you haven't touched your dindin. <laughs> Literally what I say to you every week. <laughs> but uh, here we go. After the break, we'll begin to end. Whatever happened to baby Jane? <laughs> I don't think the answer is going to be good. No.
Well, Dan, maybe you know me. I'm baby Jonathan Hudson. (laughs) We're back, and we just finished Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. I'm I'm uh, rendered somewhat uh, somewhat speechless. Mm. I'd say in a good or a bad way. I would say good. Mm. As as you we have joked, it is a long movie. Yes. Um, probably longer than it needs to be. Like Definitely. there's parts where you think the conclusion's about to happen, but <laughs> and then, then it, it goes doesn't. a different way. <laughs> or you think something's going to happen in general, and it never seems to. But. I don't know. I mean, I would say, especially in terms of Sinister Six standards, I mean, not... I mean, this was... I mean, you said this won Academy Awards. Award. Award. It was nommed for five uh, awards, but won uh, Best Makeup... Best Costume Black and White. So... No, I mean, I thought it was was a very um, enthralling movie. Mm. I don't... I don't know if I feel that way. Maybe because it's... Really? I, I've se- yeah, because <laughs> I've seen it so much. I think it's so over-the-top melodramatic. And yet barely anything happens in the film. <laughs> okay, no, I, I, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, okay, really? maybe maybe yeah. it's the first, since it's the first time I'm like, I would imagine that if you know all the plot beats and you have to sit and watch it. Mm-hmm. So I guess I can recommend it for a viewing. Well, no, it's a, a camp cult classic. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a reason why I pick it. It's campy, it's fun, it's overdramatic, it's hammy. It's got these two characters that are basically us in our dotage, Dan. Well, yeah, yeah. and that adds a layer to it. I mean, I finally understand a lot of the the references. The, the now you get why I dance around in front of that mirror all day, don't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's like I I I'm I'm very like Popeye um uh made me feel sick. Yes. <laughs> um, the uh run pussycat run <laughs> was kill, kill faster pussycat kill fa- kill. Yeah. That that. <laughs> That one was was genuinely inter- entertaining. This mm. is like uh I don't know. It, it, again, the length is is probably an issue if you want to watch this for fun, but mm-hmm. it 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 builds that tension and I, I I don't even I don't even know what I would cut necessarily. It's just like Well, we would cut that whole Edwin side plot. I don't think we needed that. But you do technically need Edwin. <laughs> eh. I, th- I would argue that you do need him, mm. um, because, yeah, so it, it, it's like, I, I, I mean, I, well, I mean, we'll get through it as mm-hmm. we go through the plot, mm-hmm. but it's like, I, I mean, it goes on for so long that you're sitting there and you're watching it and you're like, how is, you know, is this character going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. Like, she has so many opportunities, opportunities, yeah. and they all keep failing and it keeps getting worse mm-hmm. and you're like... You know, yeah, it's part of the build-up. It's interesting to me that you took... Like, I thought you were going to despise this film, but you're taking it as a cinema classic, apparently. (laughs) I guess, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Hmm. You never know on Sinister Six. Well, that that is the the fun of Sinister Six. I guess. I I don't... uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I I guess I don't... I I certainly wouldn't... um, In terms of other cult classics, I don't know how much I would... Uh, you know, whenever that term is used, it's like, okay, you get together with some friends, you watch it, you mm-hmm. have some larfs. Yeah, our banter I... was lacking, Dan was enthralled by what was happening on the screen. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I was, because I, I, again, yeah, I guess I do see it as classique, then, mm. instead of, like, camp. Yeah. 
Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I could not have seen these results uh, at the top of the episode, but sure. I, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. You think I'm going to zag, but You I'll mean zig. you're not going to see uh, Betty Davis dressed as Baby Jane in your nightmares? <laughs> just waddling through in that grease paint and whatnot? <laughs> no, I'd say, I'd say not. Yeah, it's, it's like... Well, I mean, we'll get into it All in right. the plot, but okay. I, 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 I rate this movie highly. I can't, I, I can't believe we're doing this. Anyways, um, let's get into our Senator Scant synopsis, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, we open on 1917 and the on the vaudeville circuit. This is, of course, before Broadway. There was a touring, uh, you know, productions would tour throughout the country. Little bit acts. Mm-hmm. We'd have like dancing little girls, uh, whistlers, the triplets of Belleville. Yeah, that and. And uh, we get our star, Baby Jane Hudson, who is selling out crowds all over the mm-hmm. California area, one's uh, to Ka- assume. Kind of like Shirley Temple. Yes, I, that's the vibe yes. I got. So. Yes. Uh, and at her show, she's selling her life-size Baby Jane dolls for three mm-hmm. twenty-five a pop. Uh, what is this? Gypsy, a classic Stephen Sondheim musical. I had to put that reference in. Uh, you got a hoof for your meals on the vaudeville stage, and Baby Jane is no stranger to that. Uh, while she's entertaining the crowd, she's about to go, and, you know, her dad comes out and goes, One more request! And I'm like, Play Freebird! Mm-hmm. But no, they hit the banger that is, I wrote a letter to Daddy! Yeah. And uh, that old staple, Dan. What did you think of this song? <laughs> well, I don't. You seem so aghast at break. Like I, it, it, it's got like that stage parent thing yeah, going. Stage mom. It's got like you know where the the child star is up on the stage, and you clearly you got like the one parent who's super into it and kind mm-hmm. of controlling. Yeah, you see the you know the sister Blanche yep. b- like on the other side of the curtain, like clearly dejected. Uh, the mom who's like also visibly exhausted. Mm-hmm. I, and there's a moment in that song where she like, because she's got an envelope mm-hmm. as a prop and she throws it into the audience, yeah, and it's hoisted by winches up into the air. You know, and and it, uh, yeah, it, it, it's like I I don't um. Okay, I I didn't know that it was being hoisted. In yeah, that what scene. did you think? That was some uh, cinematography going on there. Well, no, because then it cuts to the father playing the piano, and he looks pissed for a second. Mm. So I'm like, you know, like like you, if you're watching these people like movement by movement, it's like okay, that part of the show could have gone better. He's probably gonna ream out the production mm. crew person, whoever. It could be because he like be. scowls. It for could a be second. maybe he didn't like like that cue. Like, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. He didn't approve that. And so you can, there's like a lot of stuff going on beneath the surface, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and, and the the crowd the crowd seems enthralled. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you didn't put two and two together, obviously I'm the baby Jane Hudson yes. character, and Dan is the baby Blanche Hudson character. I mean, there's nothing more to say there. I said it's not a Lana Del Rey song, but I could see her covering it anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, Jane's sister Blanche is, and her their anti stage mom watch from the wings. Honestly, Dan, this is our backstory. Mm-hmm. Now we know. And now you know, dear listeners, was this entertainment back then? Baby Jane Hudson is an absolutely nightmare, absolute nightmare when she's off stage. So we get like, they come off stage, they're going outside the stage door, all the fans have gathered, and we get this whole like, I make the money here, and if I want fucking ice cream, we're gonna get fucking ice cream. Yeah, and and like, even with that, the way, when that scene started, I thought that they were doing that as like a little like, extra thing for, mm-hmm. like, the people waiting outside, like, 
I'd like an ice cream nope. from product placement. Yeah. And then the dad would be like, oh, it's not dinner time. Yeah. But then it was... And the father, I think, tries to play, play it off, off that like way, yeah. that, but yeah. she's, like, clearly... It's like a Toddlers and Tierras moment here yeah. going on here. And uh, I do like that, like, even baby Jane at this point's like, well, Blanche wants some, too. Isn't that right? And, like, Blanche tries to get a word out, like, no, I don't want any, and the dad snaps at her. Yeah. So clearly, like, baby Jane is the moneymaker in this family, yes. so they can't go against her iron grip. Blanche runs back inside. We get this iconic scene with her and her mom, like, one day that'll be you, and I hope you're nicer to your sister and your father. And she just replies... Uh-huh. Through yeah. gritted teeth. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, we're laying the breadcrumbs here, Dan, because uh, we flash forward a few years later. Um, 1935, we're shown actual clips from Betty and Joan's career during this whole movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, these are some of their uh, B-movies that we don't get on the silver screen as much. But I found that interesting. Jane Hudson is up for another screen test, and she's not doing so hot in the screen. She stinks. Everyone's like, oh, she's an old alky. What studio's gonna want her? She's faded. She used to be something as a star, but now she should not be on the silver screen. Yeah. And we signed this weird Hollywood contract where every time her sister Blanche, who is now like the rising star, makes a film, she has to get a film for her sister as yeah. well. So I don't know if they make contracts like that anymore, Dan. Well, old Hollywood contracts were fucking nuts. Yes. Like, you you could sign up to do 50 movies in a month, and that was, like, the, the, the time frame that you had. But, like, it was... It, old Hollywood was yeah. insane. Yes. <laughs> like, no, I, I know, yeah. I know. But, um... It's just interesting to me that they someone agreed to that deal in the first place. But baby Jane won't be a star again. Blanche is kind. And they're supposed to be going to a party that night. We flash forward to someone pulling open the gates to their house. Someone steps out of the car, opens the gates. Another mysterious stiletto foot mm-hmm. <laughs> steps on the gas. We hear a scream. We hear someone running off and we see a broken baby, baby Jane doll. Yes. And the title crawl begins. So, like... I mean, there is a big twist in this movie, Dan. I have to ask, did you see it coming? No, no, no. Okay, no, because the the twist that you that you think is coming is that, um, like, it pans out on like little Blanche's angry face, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, is she gonna do something to Baby Jane? Yeah, but then it's not. Well, but then, but yeah, then, yeah. but then it is. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, there we go. They it, got you twice. It. I, it's it, it's a it's like a bait and switch. Yes, it's, or two levels of of bait and switch. So yeah, I, uh, again, I have to applaud it. So yeah, we have no time to ponder that because this doll needs a doctor stat. <laughs> it does. Uh, then we get the, the another time skip, time jump. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, nineteen sixty two, which Dan is like, why'd they say yesterday? <laughs> and then you explained it. It's yeah, like it's like yesterday in the events of this movie's premiere that you in the theater yeah. are seeing. Yeah. So whatever date nineteen sixty something, this mm-hmm. was you know yeah. it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. We discover the Hudson sisters are still living together. Their neighbor, Mrs. Bates, uh, not that one from Psycho, and her daughter. Um, her daughter, interestingly, played by Betty's own daughter. Okay, so Betty oh, Davis's own daughter. I think her name is like Beady Bates or something like that. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a very successful actress, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, her mom put her in this are watching some classic blanche hudson pictures on tcm 
It's a shame that other sister's an absolute bitch, though, and happens to live next door to us, right, Dan? Yeah. I, like, the the backstory is so heavy-handed in this film. Yeah. It, like, it, it makes me cringe. It's like, oh, well, you know, she's a bit of a recluse, but we've lived here for so long, and, and this sister's good, and that sister's kind, and she's been in movies, and she hasn't. She's a bit of a drunkard, though. I don't like the way they handle this in the film, but I understand it's a different time. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't notice it that wow. much. Wow, maybe I just watch a lot of old movies. It's like we just watched "It's a Wonderful Life." Didn't that handle it better? <laughs> no. Uh, I, yeah, I. I didn't. You yeah, know, it's heavy, but uh, it, it's heavier handed. But I. I don't know. I feel the old movies that that have been in my wheelhouse. I may be used to that. Mm. I don't. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. But well, yeah, it's not good. But. I I didn't I didn't think on it when it was happening. Yeah. So it turns out that Blanche is wheelchair bound ever since the night of this accident mm-hmm. after the exposition is shown, and she's essentially a Disney princess. She's got a pet bird, floral prints, the works, and Jane is just me. <laughs> she's yeah. shuffling around the house in a mubu, heavy caked on makeup. Uh, yes, Betty did win her do her own makeup for this and was nominated. Okay. So okay. she just was like, they thought she was insane for doing her makeup like this because it makes her look like a demented clown character. And, and it works, yeah. yeah. It's like so much makeup that the movie's in black and white, you could see how heavily it's caked on. So yes. you can only imagine what it would look like in color. Yeah. 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 Um, she's shuffling around, torturing her sister yet again, me and you, Dan. Blanche cares for her pet bird. Jane cooks and cares for her sister in quotes. And... Uh, <laughs> Like, I'm super proud of my sister. Not really, though. Um, tokens for Dan. I don't know why I put that down. Oh, because uh, the neighbor comes over and is like, mm-hmm. I brought these flowers. We sure would like to meet Dan Ryan, who's up there. We do love his old movies. I'm like, yeah, well, Dan's not accustomed to seeing visitors. And I guess this the catalyst for this series of events, like why uh, Baby Jane is having like a spiral at this at this moment, mm-hmm. is because the, the local television stations recently began broadcasting like a lot of Blanche's movies mm-hmm. so the extra I guess the extra attention her yes, sister's getting yes that's enough to grind like, my gears yeah, so I yeah. would totally do this to you if that happened <laughs> so I, I guess that it's like, like why things have been maybe quote unquote peaceful for a while and why they would suddenly go south mm-hmm. is because yeah. the, the TV rights yeah. are, are you know yeah well she's Which, just like yeah. in the spotlight like yeah. Jane put in the work before and now she's getting the shunt after yeah um, but, uh, this is me and you, of course, there's this intercom system that Blanche always buzzes, and Blanche, uh, uh, uh sorry, I, w- I want to call her Rose after the Golden Girls, because we have a Blanche in this movie, yeah. but Blanche and Jane, um, Jane comes upstairs, she's like, what the fuck do you want? She goes, oh, who's at the door? Just one of your many fans, whatever. Oh, your birdcage, it needs cleaning, so I'm gonna bring this downstairs. Yeah, I had a bad feeling about that bird, and I was mm-hmm. right, so. Yeah, you were right about it. Uh, Jane's been hiding Blanche's fan mail because we get introduced to the maid, Elvira, who comes in Mm -hmm. once or twice a week just to check up. She has a good relationship with uh, Blanche, but is very weary about Jane. Yes. Because she seems to be, like, off her rocker as of late. Very pissy. Yeah. Well, and Elvira does note that very recently she started drinking. Like, she fell off the wagon and started drinking again. And uh, there's more exposition where we find out that Blanche intends to sell the house because their financials aren't doing so well to something smaller and more affordable. And Elvira says, like, you gotta take Jane to a doctor. She is not doing well right now. Yeah. So maybe do that. But Blanche is kind of at ends. Like, how do you approach Jonathan in this situation? Yeah. (laughs) And tell him that he's crazy. (laughs) 
Um, and it does end up making sense why she doesn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, yeah another it, layer. Yeah, of the onion peels yeah. back. Um, Blanche, listening. I mean, Jane listening at the door. I was washing the cage, Dad. <laughs> Bandit told me he had to take a train. <laughs> He'll be back later. The bird flew the coop, yeah. seemingly. Yeah. And uh, obviously, you did this on purpose, or did she? We don't know. Yeah. Me, no, no. And then, like, Elvira's like, you have to institutionalize her. But yeah. surrounded, it could have been the time period. Everyone in this film is so dumb, Dan. No one ever does anything. <laughs> Yeah, and well, yeah, and I, I, I would imagine that that could be the time period because you, 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 you don't pry into people's, into people's business, yeah. uh, right. you know. So even if a lot of sketchy shit is going on, you yeah. don't pry. So uh, Jane is out of liquor, and we've realized another one of her talents. She has the ability to mimic her sister's voice. Yeah, you're perfectly. acting. <laughs> yeah, putting that MFA to work. <laughs> Like, hello, Licka? I want a lot. What do you mean, Dan put a lean on me? Let me get him. Hello? (laughs) It's me, Dan Ryan. (laughs) But Elvira susses because uh, she sees this whole interaction on the phone take place and then goes, I'll be back tomorrow. I have to talk to someone about jury duty. Mm -hmm. Uh, And leaves. And then uh, uh, Jane leaves the phone off the hook. Blanche glugs and reminisces. Uh, This damn doll is singing to me. Uh, so, like, while she's trying to, like, escape into her memories of the past, Jane has this baby Jane doll in the living room propped up. Yeah. That's speaking to her, singing to her, and making her seem far more crazy than she is. Uh, uh, Blanche worries upstairs. She's reading a manga. And meanwhile, downstairs, Jane is singing to herself. Yeah, she puts the bow on from the doll. And then sees herself in the mirror and screams. And I said, if that isn't me every single day, Dan. Yeah, but uh, Dan starts buzzing. All right, Dan, Mr. Rotten Train Collector, Mr. Bend and Stoop. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yep, Uh, but Jane has cooked up Blanche a delicious meal, Dan, and care to describe what happens. Uh, Blanche opens the the little serving tray, and it's uh, it's the bird. Mm, It's Tweety dead. Yeah, yeah. On a field of tomatoes. Yep. (laughs) Uh, but she freaks out and yet again doesn't do anything. But as you brought up, like, maybe she feels like she can't say anything because she's had this secret for so long. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of gas. I'm... There's a lot of gaslighting. Mm, uh, yeah. okay, so. Girl bossing and gatekeeping yeah. in this film. Quite literally. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, baby Jane goes down to place an advertisement. Um, she unplugs all the phones first and ignores her sister, leaving her trapped upstairs, spying on the one working phone that's downstairs. Blanche, for the first time in this film, approaches the stairs. Is like, oh no, no, not yet. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not that desperate yet to go down these stairs, even though I'm in a wheelchair. But couldn't she literally just like crawl and scoot? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I would I would well, I mm, she broke her spine, so I don't know. I I don't I I don't uh I'm not a doctor, so I I don't know how that would work, but she yeah, so mm-hmm. I mean she's she throws herself on like the floor later, so it's yeah. I I a, a dramatic tension. Yes, <laughs> a lot of dramatic tension. Um she figures out another way to call for help. The Bateses outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mrs. Bates is outside cutting some flowers and she's cranking. The only song they use in this movie next to I've Written a Letter to Daddy is Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. It's mm-hmm. the underscoring for that song that mm-hmm. I advise to listen to uh, tonight on YouTube. Listen to uh, Betty Davis knock that one out because okay, it's, yeah. it's kind of hilarious in its own right. But uh, she says like she tries calling for help, but the music is too loud, even though she doesn't call very, very loudly. And she sets to penning herself a novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this would be a me move. I would, I would like, like you know, uh, presumably Jane is out for like thirty minutes or yeah. something, and Blanche gets at her typewriter and types out a very, I guess, elaborate explanation for yeah. what's going on. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> like P.S. Don't tell anyone. Stop. <laughs> Jonathan's lost his marbles. Contact Grant for <laughs> NASA. How's the weather? Are you doing fine? What did you eat for lunch today? And another thing is, like, we're meant to believe that Jane's trips either take so long or they're so short that nothing can be done. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense, Dan. Yeah. In the geography of things. But uh, Jane is uh, down downtown at the news office planning an advertisement for uh, a piano player accompaniment. And she, we get this interaction like, don't you know who I am? I'm baby Jane Hudson. And they're like, mm, okay, right. we'll put that down. And they're like, who the hell is Baby Jane? Yeah. <laughs> but she gets off. Uh, she goes back home. Uh, Miss Bates is outside like, oh, I, w- I wanted to hear about your sister. Like, this neighbor is so useless and at the same time building tension. Yeah, oh, okay. The thing was that Blanche types up the novel, crumples it. And then chucks it, it out the window. <laughs> and tries to chuck it out the window in front of the neighbor. But uh, Jane arrives home just as she's doing that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hmm. And then... She gets the letter first. Yes. And I, it's, a, it's a very tense moment. It's like a... Yeah. Like and she moment, doesn't give so. away the goodies first, because she goes upstairs, like, with another tray. They got a lot of silver trays in this household. And Blanche, Blanche is, like, at her postcards or whatever, scrapbooking. And is like, can we have a conversation? Like, we've never talked as sisters. I want to talk a little bit more about this. But uh, then Jane, like, does reveal... Like, she pulls it out, like, oh, yes, I should see the doctor. What was his address again? And, like, whips out the letter and goes, you were trying to blackmail me, weren't you? Like, yeah. Or you were trying to, like, escape me. Yeah. Um, and we get the whole, like, uh, I'm in this chair, but you are in this you chair, You are in the chair, yeah. You are! Um, and then the jig is up, and, of course, even leaving this silver tray, which has, like, it has, like, plates of bread, salad. Oh, uh, yeah, a bunch of muffins. Around yeah. it, like... Blanche is too traumatized to eat, so she doesn't even open up, like, the the cloche of it all. Um, In the B-plot of this movie, that's right, this movie's so long it has a B-plot, we see the jobless Edwin Flagg and his nag of a mom, Delia. Uh, She wants her useless son out, but he is very unmotivated and coasting through life. Been there, done that. Uh, He finds and answers Jane's advertisement, and Delia's like, well, you need to get out of here, let me act as your secretary on the phone and we'll get you this job somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that she seems to be an extra out of My Fair Lady with this Cockney accent out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't make sense, but whatever. Uh, they book an interview. We see like this scene where they're all on the phone together, and even uh, Jane on the other end's like, I guess they're just anyone's taking this ad nowadays. Mm-hmm. But I I need this. So yeah. Uh, while this is going on, Blanche tries to keep buzzing down. And we get like the, oh, shut up. What do you keep buzzing me for? I'm hungry. I didn't eat. And she goes, of course you didn't eat. You didn't touch your din-din. And uh, she a, also didn't bring her breakfast yeah, because, because she, she didn't, didn't touch her din-din. Yeah. As, as the rule in this household, Dan. And it's like a pork shop. She takes a bite out of it like it could have been fine. And Blanche is like, but a crumb, give me anything. <laughs> now you didn't eat, so you don't get to eat now, huh? 
Uh, Jane goes outside. Elvira comes in and she apologizes to Elvira. She says, oh, you know what? I was in a bit of a pissy mood. Um, in fact, why don't you have the day off? Here's mm-hmm. $15. But Elvira is a little bit suspic- suspicious, but she says she will see her again next Tuesday. So yeah. we assume like a week has gone by in the events of this film. Yes. Um, uh, Blanche Stressnitz, and <laughs> once again, Jane brings up another tray and gives the iconic line, did you know we have rats in the cellar? And just leaves it. And Blanche is like, no, she wouldn't. No, yeah. She, no. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, like, going for the tureen. <laughs> putting it back, going for the tureen again. But she opens it and it is a poop rat. Yeah, it's Mickey <laughs> Mouse. And she pops a few wheelie. Like, Dan, this isn't drama. This is verging on, like, clownery. <laughs> I, I, She's I, wheeling I, around in circles. I know, but I didn't like. I, 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 I was too caught up in the moment. Wow. <laughs> I, I never saw this coming. I Every swear. you try to get me, and you. Uh, no, I got you. Apparently, <laughs> you think it, it deserved all the. No, Oscar in, a, in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you leave me tied to those train tracks, but then it's the wrong yeah, train. It's so. the wrong line. Hmm. Uh, Edwin shows up and ignores Jane's craziness, kind of wants that job, and realizes that he can milk baby Jane Hudson for all she's worth. In this scene, apparently, um, Betty and uh, Victor, mm-hmm. Victor um, Abuono, who stars as Edwin, were actually really close friends while filming this. Mm-hmm. So, like, they have, like, a cute little dynamic going on in this film. Yeah, and Edwin's whole, like, he shows up and he does a fake British accent because yeah. he wants to seem like a classy, like, musician mm-hmm. who's, like... Involved he, in show business. Yeah. And then he, he goes into this whole thing that might be a lie where he's like, oh, yeah, well, my uh, my mother never appreciated my father, who was, like, a Shakespearean actor. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Jane is like, oh, did I work with him? Like, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. He, I, I didn't mean he did movies. He did... Th- theater yeah. he you know yeah. you wouldn't have met him well they do make like... kind of an odd couple too yeah like yeah. i don't i think they're both like no i wouldn't date this person but at the same time they're so desperate for each other's company that they don't realize they relate to each other because of course yeah. jane had like an overbearing stage dad too yeah no and no like, and yeah. yeah they're both using each other yeah. so yeah um, but, uh, this whole job interview, did you catch, like, all the songs that they have laid out? They have, like, <laughs> yeah, all the Lana someone, songs, yeah. She's someone's little girl. That's my daddy. I wouldn't trade my daddy. <laughs> is my personal favorite. Daddy's yeah. boy. The Lana Del Rey discography oh is all gosh. there, so. Um, but she goes, like, do you know who I am? Why, of course, I'm Baby Jane. He plays it off pretty well. He's like, oh, that Baby Jane Hudson. Yes, of course. You must be very vested in stardom. Yeah. Are you ready to come out of retirement? She's like, yeah, I'm taking care of someone, one of my family members, but I'm ready to hit the stage again. They play a little song. She dances in front of a mirror. They compliment each other. And then Blanche is upstairs (laughs) dinging at the door. But yeah, yeah, it's just a lot. Um, And it's not unsettling at all. Um, she runs upstairs. I think Edwin, like, takes a step out, like, oh, no, this is before. She runs upstairs, slaps Blanche across the face, and then runs back downstairs again. Yeah. So Edwin didn't even hear any of this going on upstairs. No. And and then I then I think we get, that's when we get the, uh, the negotiation. Of payment, the, yeah. yeah. They're on, like, a little couch, awkwardly. And, like, Jane, who doesn't seem to be great with money, is like, what if I paid you a hundred, yeah. uh, like, a week? Yeah. And you know, that's a lot because she pays fifteen to Elvira a week. So uh, yeah, yeah, so that's you know and that and old she school says, money. I'll pay you a month in advance. Yeah, you know so yeah. Um, and then like they ask like, want to go out to dinner? Oh no, I promised Dahlia, my mother, 
that I'd have dinner with her, so she's even desperate for that. Like, yeah, she just wants someone to talk to. But they do make a plan to do it, like, that coming Wednesday, yeah. I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, hell no, Jane needs a boyfriend. Blanche hears the car start, and she snuffs... Oh, so, uh, Jane says, like, I'll drive you home. Because, mm-hmm. like, he was too cheap to even have his own car. He mm-hmm. had to take public transportation there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was another thing. Like, he really needs the money. But, uh, Jane is on the way out. Blanche hears the car starting and snarfs down some of her sister's bonbons. Mm-hmm. And beneath the bonbons, we see a picture of Blanche with, like, X'd out. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Dan's glossy... <laughs> fucking headshot. Mugshot. Yeah. And then, um, like, we see that, that, uh, Jane has been practicing, mm. uh, duplicating Blanche's signature yeah. based on, like, old autograph photos. Yeah. Um, and this was, this was a whole thing, because previously Blanche was like, okay, if I, if I die here of a starvation, mm-hmm. then how are you going to, like, cash checks and everything? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I've thought of yeah. that. <laughs> so, <laughs> There's always a plan B, Dan. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> spending my money, I gotta get out of here. Jane immediately on her way home. Like, mm-hmm. two seconds later, must have lived right around the corner. <laughs> um, and Blanche tries dramatically to make it down the stairs to the phone. The high drama of it all. She gets to the phone and doesn't call the cops, but calls her doctor, Dr. Shelby, instead. Yeah. And there's, like, this whole thing, like, the nurse is on, like, oh, the doctor's busy, I can transfer you. Hold on a second. And, like, time keeps passing. And then she goes, like, she doesn't even say that her sister's insane. Like, she can't come out and say it, because I think, as you said, maybe she's afraid of getting caught in that way. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. No, I I I think that when when you go back and look over everything under that lens, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Dan shit-talking me on the phone, he hears the swinging door. I I have to go. (laughs) Click. And, of course, Jane approaches Blanche and kicks the shit out of her. This is funny because, um, oh my gosh, why can't I remember their names in real life? Was this the books thing? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So, um, Joan Crawford would actually pad herself with books. So when <laughs> Betty Davis had to kick her, like, she ran the risk of breaking her own foot. And, like, <laughs> there's so much dragging around of uh, Joan Crawford. She would even, like, weigh, wear, wear weighted corsets. Mm-hmm. She would, like, pat it on to be like, oh, this bitch wants to play, huh? She can lug me around all day. It's the old Holly- Hollywood yeah. drama of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was was that, like, the selling point of this project? Well, no, we learned about it afterwards, but I think it made the movie better. Okay. Because it really didn't get stopped on set. Okay. They had such this rivalry going on that it it kind of lent itself to the movie in a way. Okay, but it wasn't sold on like we got no. two we got two heated rivals together to no. make a movie. Afterwards, and it's the new... definitely, okay. like it was okay. a Hollywood drama, but it does make it the rewatch a little bit better of it. All right, interesting. Yeah, um, Jane recalls uh, recalls the doctor and says in her sister's voice that she made a mistake, so this useless doctor doesn't have to come over. Uh, she's chosen to go to another doctor. Well, then I, I guess that <laughs> I daren't ask any more questions. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Jane lugs Blanche upstairs. The next day, Elvira arrives and Jane uh, promptly fires her. She pretends to leave and that she doesn't have the key to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we get this weird stare off between the two where it's like, you won't come in here, will you? And she crosses the street, turns around. It's just old Hollywood looks, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Elvira sneaks into the house because she has the spare key. Uh, both are on to one another. Um, how quick are Jane's trips, I have to ask? Jane is out getting a buttload of money at the bank, and I don't think that's how banks work, Dan. 
No, it's definitely not. Yeah. But you can see the manager is like, oh, that's like her sister. So yeah, whatever. That's that's yeah. suspicious. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Blanche takes out. I don't even think like all the money. She just gets out enough to pay Edwin with. Yeah, no, no. She yeah. She just like um. She I think she cashes one of Blanche's checks, but she's like, oh, do, do you need a deposit slip? And she's like, oh no, like. Blanche isn't doing that today. Yep. She didn't feel like it. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> In this damn butterfly beret that she's always wearing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Elvira is, like, panicking at the house. She's trying to get this locked door open, going yeah. like, if anyone hurts you, then I'll call the cops. But right now, I'm still fine. I'm going to use this hammer and try to open this door. Well, yeah, she even directly state, like, like I, like, okay, did, did she, like, drug you or something? Because, yeah. you know, because... You know, old people. You know that she, she's genuinely worried that okay, if if that one drugged her, then she could die. So yeah. like, you know, mm. she starts like trying to uh, get rid of the notably like hammer the hinges yeah. off with like a screwdriver and a hammer, mm -hmm. and that'll come back uh, as a not good decision. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then Jane shows up, and her nosy neighbor is like, "Oh, I saw that your uh, housekeeper went into your house." <laughs> I'm like, yep. this fucking neighbor, she's got blood on her hands. Yeah. And then Jane's like... <laughs> yeah, goes in. But then she regresses. Yeah. She, like, comes in ready to kick ass, but as soon as she's, like, yelled at, she reverts back to childhood. Like, no, I didn't do anything. You're not going to tell anyone, yeah. right? So, like, you know, that's fucked up childhood right there. Elvira's like, I demand to be let in. And we see that Jane has strapped Blanche into the bed, gagged her. <laughs> yeah. And just left her hanging. Of course, Elvira makes the one fatal flaw of putting the hammer down. And Jane swings away, Jane. <laughs> and, yeah, she kills Elvira. R.I.P. Um, and, and, well, yeah, at this point, Blanche is, like, she's tied up, and she's also dehydrated yeah. and, and uh, like starving. Celebi. So, yep. It, yep. yeah, the, the Celebi death scene. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> uh, Edwin is to have dinner with Jane that night. He goes off. Jane is off the deep end, watches she dives in. She's, like, still in her nightgown, going, like... I murdered someone. Yeah. Ooh, no one's gonna love me anymore. Uh, Jane won't open the door for Edwin when he arrives, and then Edwin gets really pissed at being a white man and just storms off. Well, because there was a... Because uh, well, he had that exchange with his mom. Yeah. Because, like, the mom was, like... You know, we can tell that they don't have the best relationship, but the mom was like, no, 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 no. I heard from... From such and such, one of the other old gals that that like baby Jane. That's is... later. Oh, that's later. It, it is yeah. later. Yeah, that's okay. the next day when he comes home again. Oh yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. But yeah, I I think it's just like Edwin's really pissed because he thinks that like he's just gonna lost get a... paid too. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, he out. like he, if he did something to lose a big money making opportunity, yeah. so, so he storms off. So he goes off. Uh, Jane wheels out Elvira's body and <laughs> in a wheelchair and heads to the old jalopy. And then of course this fucking neighbor's like. What's going on over there? Like, where are we, Kenilworth? Yeah. <laughs> Can people well, just yeah. waltz in? I, well, yeah, and, and she... I, like, the neighbor is clearly, clearly troubled by... Like, yeah, what's we, going like, she, on? She even says to the daughter at one point, like, I don't like her. Like, she is... Yeah. We might have just had a fight, I don't know, yeah, with I her. want to so. kill her. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know... She's all... Uh, Jane is almost caught. But imagine going to your garage at night and seeing that... <laughs> pop out from around the car it's fucking david lynch <laughs> yeah so yeah she does go and she does dump elvira's body, body. Yeah. and there's like at the end there's like a newspaper thing where it's like 
the body was, was found in like a cul-de-sac somewhere yeah, yeah. like el ventura boulevard yeah, yeah. so it, it's like jane didn't even have the wherewithal to like yeah. dump the body she just like drove it to another neighborhood and, place, and yeah. threw the body out yeah. so it's like clearly she's not you know Mm-hmm. well here yeah. or so, good at this so. so the next morning as you mentioned edwin has a fiery fight with his mother where the hudson backstory comes up where we get a little bit more it's like after that night of the accident jane ran off and left her sister there yeah and was disappeared for three days and she was found in a hotel room with a man she didn't know yeah like like babbling about stuff and mm-hmm. then uh the studio covered it up because blanche's career was too important she was there going to be their starlet so yeah. you know the whole thing was swept yeah. under the rug mm-hmm. and we see jane seemingly back to normal drinking shuffling throughout the house like haven't got away with murder but it turns out the police call and then she pulls a jonathan <laughs> they're gonna send me to jail. i'm sorry so like she regresses on that because the police are like we're gonna check up on you if we don't hear from her again because this was the last place yeah. she was seen. Uh, she runs upstairs to Blanche, like, Blanche, what do I do? And Blanche is like, water. <laughs> I need some water. <laughs> you gotta help. Um, bitch, I'm fucking dying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how I'm gonna help you. Um, but Jane brings up, let's go to the beach. Uh, I didn't mean to kill. Uh, then Blanche is trying to bring up like the accident. There's something I have to tell you about the accident, but mm-hmm. but Jane won't hear it. She's like, I only want to hear about good things. Remember the beach? Dad used to take us to the beach, and I would dance on the sands. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun time. Um, and then Edwin, who has had a few drinks, of course the the bell rings downstairs. Jane thinks Edwin's there for them, and Blanche is like, You need to answer the door. This will give me another chance to escape. It's the cops because. Edwin was drunk on the front lawn. Yeah, presumably going to confront her about the paycheck. Yeah. And, you know, that's, I mean, that's what he is there to do. Mm-hmm. But they're like, okay, is this guy yours? And she, like, <laughs> Does he belong him to in. you? Yeah. Just welcomes him in. Like, wouldn't there be air for concern? I know this is, like, a rich white neighborhood. Yeah. But, like, that's a little sketchy that someone's, dr- like, two sheets to the wind <laughs> on yeah. your front lawn and you just let him into this old lady's house. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. But I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I because because the way that uh, Edwin presents himself, it's like okay, maybe yeah. this is they are related yeah. somehow. I, I mean, don't this know. is understandable like, if I show up on your front lawn. I mean, yes, I would expect the Kenilworth cops to let me in. Uh, but yeah, so it, it, it's it is uh, it is circumstantial, but mm. it is like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jane talks Edwin down, goes like, "Let's have a drink, sit here with this baby Jane doll. I've got a surprise for you." Really awkward scene with this baby Jane doll for no reason. Fittingly creepy. It is like, I only gave them to my biggest fans and then puts it down in his lap and then like... And then is in the wheelchair to Shroud. He's like, all right, let's go to Mars. And then Jane sees him upstairs. Well, I think she thinks it's Blanche Blanche somehow. somehow. Like a ghost or something. Yeah, she's like, "Ah, (laughs) what are you doing? And... Um, of course, while this is going on, Blanche is trying to knock down this table in the Mm -hmm. most tense scene in the movie, like, giving it a slight nudge. Yeah. But she's so weak. She's so dry, Dan. But she finally manages to do so, and the clatter attracts Edwin upstairs. And, like, a really interesting interaction, because who would react like this in the scenario? I realize he's drunk. Yeah. But he's like, oh my god, you're killing your sister. The rumors are true. Yeah. And then just runs outside. He tries to flag down some passerbys, but then nothing yeah, happens. Presumably goes and calls the cops. Yeah. 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 Um, but then... Jane, she's gonna tell! <laughs> we gotta do something, Dan! Lugs 
fucking Blanche's body out to the car. And then, like, you know, they drive to the one place that uh, Jane loves. The beach. Yeah, I thought rule of threes, the, uh... <laughs> it was gonna happen again. But she was the, gonna kill Edward. But Mrs. Bates might have been the one who reported the oh, car. Oh, that's true. Because yeah. they said, oh, we only had one witness who said that they saw yeah. a car pulling out and going yeah. this way. So, <laughs> It would have been third, interesting yeah. if she killed Edwin, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. further snapped. Yeah. Mm. But... But as far as we know, Edwin's fine. <laughs> yep. So we've arrived. Much much easier movie to recap than, yeah. than watch it time-wise. It's very, I, I would argue, I yeah. know, deliberate. I yeah. don't know, but... So this is probably the scene that's most remembered in this movie, aside mm-hmm. from you are in this cha- chair, Blanche, you are. Um, on the beach, as she lays dying, Blanche and Jane just spend a night and a morning at the beach. Mm-hmm. Covered in sand. I can imagine all the sand everywhere, Dan. Yeah. And the heat. And no one questions this the next morning. Everyone's on the beach. No one sees this dehydrated woman just passing away. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But uh, no one notices this fully clothed woman, I said. Um, Even these awful cops who are looking for Jane after finding Elvira's body, where it's announced on the the local news. And they say, like, their car is missing. So be on the lookout for this car. Yeah. It was heading west. Um, Blanche... Then, finally, after building sandcastles and playing with these children, very creepily... Well, Jane. Jane uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Jane. Jane. Uh, Jane, after playing with these children and building sandcastles, Blanche is like, I have to tell you something. Now's the time. You're... You didn't put me in this chair. Or you... Yeah, you didn't, yeah, you didn't paralyze yeah, me. Yeah, so. Jane, you didn't, you didn't paralyze me. I tried to do it to you. Yeah. That night of the party, you were so mean to me. And you were drunk. So I told you to open the gate, and I stepped my foot on the gas, but you dived out of the way, and I broke my own spine. <laughs> yeah, and then and then uh, Blanche had crawled in front of the car yeah. while Jane had fled in yeah. fear, yeah. and like presumably going into like a I mean, what do you call it, like a, a, fugue, a fugue state, state. yeah, and you know was found where she was found. But then when the authorities arrived and saw what happened to Blanche, they, assumed, they were like, yeah. they were like, oh, the drunk sister mm-hmm. r- r- tried to mow her down. So. so you didn't see that coming at all. No. So the big reveal. I did not. Interesting. I did not, yeah. Uh, Big reveal. I'm glad to know that these old Hollywood movies could get you with their... (laughs) Yeah. Ironically... This makes me think I know what I'm picking for the next Sinister Six in this position, so... (laughs) Expect a similar flavor to this film, Dan. Yeah, I... I, Yeah. yeah. Some may say an even better alternative to this, but yeah, okay. Like, I, I, I don't... Like, I figured that there was going to be something that happened like there was going to be based on like the blanche face at the beginning there Mm -hmm. was going to be like a thing where you know um i I don't i don't know like something you just thought it was going to end like a little bit differently maybe or something yeah or it would have been like you know directly something that blanche had done Mm. or it you know maybe she tried like you know Something for the attention, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I got some vibes, but I did not I did mm. not see that coming, yeah. so. So, you didn't make yourself ugly. <laughs> I made you ugly. Yeah. And then, my favorite line in the film, you mean we could have been friends this whole time? Which I think is a is a very, very good line about their dysfunctional, like, existence. Yeah. It's like, if I had known that you were trying to kill me, too, then yeah. I would have, like, I you know. Yeah. We were on even footing. We could have, like, you know, I think like... that it, Betty was nommed for Best Actress mm-hmm. in this, and then Jay, uh, <laughs> um, oh my gosh, why can't I remember? Joan. Joan got snubbed, and that was, like, the whole Oscar buzz of that season. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely see 
how Joan was a little bit more melodramatic because she's that old school. Uh, like she came mm-hmm. from that style of acting with, uh, you know, the silent movie she was in and such. But Betty, she's really acting in this too. Like yeah. as much as it's to say, like you can feel the emotion. Like we could have been friends this whole time. Yeah. We see like the character arc get developed on her face. You know, and it's like these were two like childhood star people who like were very fucked up by it. Mm-hmm. And then like I don't know, I thought it spoke volumes about the whole the whole dynamic between like, oh, like if I had known that you would tried to kill me, like I wouldn't you know, have done things we could have been no, friends. I wouldn't yeah. have you know, I wouldn't have seen you as like <laughs> beneath me and we wouldn't yeah, so it, it, I don't know, it was like it was fascinating. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, she runs off to get Blanche, her sister, some ice cream. Two strawberries. Two large, big strawberries. That'll be 40 cents. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the police see all this going on. Like, oh my God, Jane, where's your sister? Oh, she's here. And then the whole crowd of beachgoers gathers. Yeah, we had a black swan ending. And, so. you know, <laughs> I can't resist a, a show, Dan. I got to put it on for the crowd. And we see Jane maniacally dancing as the cops rush over to... It's presumably um, Blanche's lifeless body, or live. We don't know yet. Yeah. It's never revealed. No, it's not revealed. Yeah. So. And then the movie ends. Yeah, we did it. Whatever happened to Baby Jane, Dan? I legitimately liked this movie. The so. biggest shock. Like, I could show this to ten people, and ten people would hate it, but I, Dan loves it. I, I No, I... I yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't expect it going into this. Mm. I, you know, I... I, you know... But, damn, I, I did. I enjoyed <laughs> it. I I enjoyed the the drama. I enjoyed the tension. I enjoyed all of it. Mm, interesting. So I, in terms of sinister six picks, I would, <laughs> I could say you you could show this one to your friends, and that mm. that's the first time I've said that about any of these. So. Wow, interesting. No, <laughs> you, you know. liked you liked Faster Pussycat. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah for yeah, we yeah, liked for Congo. Fun. <laughs> uh, for fun, but I would say you could show this to somebody at cinema. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, this is a cult classic. It should be on everyone's radar, at least mm-hmm. for one viewing, just to get introduced to the Psycho Betty genre, which is one of my favorites. I think without this movie, maybe we wouldn't had Psycho, which is technically a Psycho Betty movie mm-hmm. um, in its own wheelhouse. Um, I, I just think it's an interesting watch. It is very bloated. Thankfully, I think the next pick that's in a similar genre and style is shorter than this one, and mm-hmm. I think a little bit more well-crafted in my personal opinion i think it's better acted well crafted all around better film if we happen to pick that somewhere down the line mm-hmm. um i do recommend it otherwise i wouldn't have had it but it is not a good movie in my opinion okay <laughs> yeah yeah. I, yeah yeah it's a it, fun watch if you have a speed up function <laughs> don't do that that'll make ridley scott very it's fine <laughs> 1.1 1.1 we would save 10 minutes and no one would have even noticed. every time you do that you take another year off his life yeah, so it's fine <laughs> It's all right. Eh. All right. Well, with that, we've finished our latest Sinister Six. Of course, uh, next week we will be continuing with Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. But before we go, is there anywhere that our audience can find us on social media, Dan? Uh, you can follow me at King underscore Danis on Instagram. Uh, our Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast uh, Instagram page and our Facebook page of the same name. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram and TikTok. You can follow me at Drink and Read. Um, on Twitter, and you can follow my other two podcasts, including Nightcaps at the Theater, where me and my friends get a little drizzy drunk and watch a few bad movies in this style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, good movies for Dan, apparently. Well, okay, this one, yeah, yeah. I, I will, I, yeah. Uh, if I gotta defend this, uh, you know, I... Uh, I'll never live this down. 
be like, Dan, Rhodes, whatever. Like, what's going on with you? You being Wiley Coyote, yeah, you're not going to meet, meet motherfuckers. Yeah. So. And then, of course, coming at you already in the times of this podcast, uh, you can check out my other podcast, Drink and Read, where I'm currently reading Dune. Yeah, I saw you posted the schedule yeah, for it. So. our inaugural episode tomorrow. We're reading the first 50 pages or so. Awesome. So I would be happy for you to tune in and get a whiff of that spice. But yeah. uh, any hints for next week? I know we're sticking to a same uh, kind of cookie cutter mold for our I, picks. Yeah, same same trend. Mm. Uh, there is only one OG pick left right. in my in my lineup, but I have um, loosely confined them to the trio of crime, uh, science fiction, and then uh, adventure. Mm. So they, you know, um, assuming I can I can I can properly secure one of them. I'm, I'm determined to, uh, you know, because I, I don't believe it's ever been covered by you or your movie cohorts, so mm. I, I think it's something, you know, I'm going to try to do it, mm. um, but they, none of them will be as enjoyable as this movie, so. Which is good for me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Bad for you, good for me. Well, <sighs> tune in next week to find out whatever happened to Dan Ryan. And don't forget to get your life-size Jonathan Dahl in the lobby. What? You survived? Anime was not a mistake spin-off series? The Sinister Six? Well, there's always next time. <laughs> As you wait with bated breath, remember to rate, review, subscribe, where most podcasts are easily found, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and more. Remember, boils and ghouls, if you enjoyed the hosting by me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, stand-in cryptkeeper, and the Igor of my eye, Daniel Ryan, support us on social media. And last, but certainly not least, remember to reach out to us on Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod on Instagram, or follow Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast on Facebook. This way, we can continue to make our anime-based dreams come true, and your nightmares a reality. Until we meet again, remember to constantly ask yourself, is anime a mistake? We know for certain that any film with the Sinister Six misnomer is destined for depravity.